R. Ghost Stories. U. Avenged Clayfold X95. Grandma still with us. And likes to scare us. So my grandmother passed away in 2013. She never wanted to be buried, she wanted to be cremated. Well her ashes are in this velvet box that has a velcro strap to keep it closed. Every so often, at night, when it's dead quiet in the house we can hear the velcro to that box. When we go to check it out, the velcro is undone. Wait a few minutes, and you'll hear the beeps on the microwave. As if someone is heating up some food. Then you can smell food. She absolutely loved Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Almost to an obsessive amount. Well, that's what you smell after hearing the microwaves, even when there is no chickle fill of sandwiches anywhere in the house. R. Ghost Stories. You, Bouncenbrunu. I saw a ghost in the nursing home I worked. Encounter. I used to work in a nursing home, I worked during the day but occasionally worked nights. My encounter started easy, a heavy door that I closed was standing wide open after a round of checking the residence. Quick note, during the nights there are two caretakers and we are always together so it is impossible that they were pranking me. I'm not the only one who had this happening during the shift. The scariest thing wasn't during the night it was during the day. When I walked towards my work I saw someone waving at me. I mean they're old people so I waved back. Where we check in there is a register when someone passes away, the land who waved at me passed away during the night. I'm not the only one who saw him that day, a few co-workers did as well. I had some minor encounters with the ghosts at that home. But not that scary, but still there is something there. I didn't feel comfortable working there when I saw that man. So I changed work. Sorry for the bad grammar but English isn't my native language. R. Ghost Stories. U. Avenged Clayfold X95. Four different experiences in one night. Experience. So when I was IM high school, I was staying at a friend's house one night. They had two spare bedrooms, because his sister had moved out to go stay with their mom, and the other, was his grandmother's. Before she passed away, late one night, as we were in the kitchen, looking for something to snack on, we started to hear the squeak of the rocking chair, coming from the grandmother's room. Experience 1. We decided to just go to his room for some gaming, to take our mind off it. About an hour later we decided to head to bed. Well he did at least, I went to the second spare room, sister's old room, and was just laying in bed, playing on my phone. A few minutes after laying down, I could hear heavy footsteps in the hallway. As if someone was wearing boots. They had hardwood floors, so it was pretty loud. The steps would go from kitchen to the bedroom and back, this continued for about 10 min. Experience 2. Well finally the steps stop. Quick side note, whenever a car would pass by, the headlights would shine directly into the room. Anyways, every time a car passed by, and the light came through, there was a shadow of a large man, in the corner. Probably about 6 or 7 ft tall. Experience 3. Well, all of a sudden it gets like dead quiet. Like absolute silence. No snoring form his dad. No cars outside. No barking dogs next door. Just nothing. Then without any warning, the closet door slammed open, and fell off its hinges. Experience 4. I said, fuck this. I know when I am not wanted. I quickly gathered my things, and left. Never stayed at his house again. When I told him about all this, the next day, he just like, oh shit, yeah that's Dan. He's a dick. Ghost stories. You, to underscore 42. The scariest thing to happen to me as a teenager. When I was a teenager I had expenses. This is one of them. I don't know what this is to be honest and I would love if someone could help me figure it out. Now first let me explain the house so you can better understand the layout. 
When you walked in the front door to your left was the living room and to the right was a closet and behind that was my room, that was a den that was used as my bedroom due to unforeseen circumstance. Making from the front door 20 feet to the kitchen and from my bedroom 10 feet to the kitchen. The stairs to upstairs was to the right in between my room and the kitchen. One night I was in my room on my bed with my cat Sammy. I was watching TV as I heard footsteps. I felt confused because everyone else was upstairs asleep. My cat got to the edge of the bed and stared at the door as the footsteps that I now recognized as high heels moved from my bedroom to the kitchen and then back. Always stopping at my doorway. It would stand there for a moment then pace yet again. A feeling of fear hit me. My cat never stopped looking at the door as these steps kept it for a pacing for about an hour. The next night I had pushed them out of my mind till late at night again I heard footsteps. This time there was two sets. Dress shoes and high heels. Again my first thought was my parents but they were upstairs asleep and so was everyone else. My cat looked at this door and pet her as I did the same. A feeling of fear hitting me again and this though of, if you go out of your room it will not end well. About an hour till they stopped and I asked my parents if they had been up or heard anything that last two nights and just got a confused look and a no. Side notes, I have seen ghosts before in this house. They had scared me but not made me feel fear. Never the feeling of if I left my room I was unsafe. Due to the ghost I had seen before I had put a protective barrier around my room so ghost couldn't enter. It was not something I did on purpose, just with a deep desire to be safe in my room. I also found out the house had no threshold and I was the only one in the house that could see or feel anything. Please I would love if anyone knew what these footsteps were. If you have an idea please share. Thank you for reading my story. If you guys want, another day I could post my other ghost encounters. Ghost stories. You, fat at darkness. Tapping on my window. Question. So this happened last night while me and my dad were watching forensic files. So I was sitting next to our bay window just chilling when I hear two loud taps on the glass and I asked my dad if he heard that and he said yeah but there was nothing there. Any clue what it could have been? Like I am probably overthinking it but idk I do have an OGA board in my room. P.S. I have already broken the rules of the board all except bringing it to a cemetery I haven't gotten around to doing that yet. R. Ghost Stories. You, Alima underscore 2007. Horror Story, The Hand. Not true. Me, my husband, Stefan and our son, Quinton, went forest camping. It was the only thing my son wanted to do, since he only had two weeks until his death is due. My son was diagnosed with cancer a year ago, and me and my husband are trying our best to give him the best of what's left. I took all the necessary things, like flashlights, batteries, and the tent, while Stefan packed the foods. We got into the car, and we reached the forest pretty quickly. I set up the tent, while Stefan took out his camera and started taking photos of everything around him. Since he's always wanted to be a photographer, and someday get incredible photos, I let him take photos. I started unpacking the food, while Quinton stood staring into the sky, excited. While looking around, I felt really scared. Strange actually. I felt like something's wrong, even though everything seemed perfect. Soon, the darkness took over the sky, and it was almost nighttime. Me and Stefan decided to make a warm fire, and toast marshmallows while listening to the radio we'd brought. Stefan went further in to look for more sticks to burn. He took his camera with him, so I figured he'd take some pictures of owls or something. Quinton sat near the fire, looking right into it. Mom, said Quinton, looking at me. Yes, sweetheart. I replied, smiling. I feel cold. And scared, he added. One second, I'll give you a blanket to put around yourself. 
and don't feel scared, I mean, why would you? Both your father and mother are here with you. I reassured him. Quinton didn't look satisfied, but managed a smile. I turned around and opened up one of the bags to look for a blanket. I was busy doing that, when I heard my husband come out of the woods, and the fire getting stronger. My husband turned around and came to me. What are you doing? He asked putting down his camera the other way, looking for a blanket. That's when Quinton screamed from behind us, and we both jumped. I turned around, and Quinton was standing, his head fixed on the ground, and he was kind of dancing or something. But it didn't look like he was dancing. He was looking horrified. After a minute of me and my husband being utterly baffled, he sat back down, his face very pale and scared. His eyes were open, and he was lying on the ground, looking scared. It was as if he just froze like that. His eyes were kind of red, his face pale, and I was sure he wasn't breathing anymore. Quinton. Both me and my husband screamed. While Stefan was trying to give Quinton a CPR, I took my phone out and called the ambulance. I was terrified. Our son was on the ground, and me and my husband couldn't do more than just try and shake him awake. Nothing worked. The ambulance took a lot of time to find us, since we were in the middle of a forest. But when they came, and did a few tests on Quinton, they announced him dead. I was shaking, my face red, and I couldn't control my tears. B. But, he still has two weeks, stammered my crying husband. That's true, but it looks like the boys got a heart attack, one of the doctors told us. I couldn't bear it now, someone or something had killed my son. My son with cancer, who didn't get to live his life for the fullest. After a week of our only child dead, me and my husband have been extremely miserable. Mood would change from angry to sad, and we'd fight more than usual. We'd start crying for no reason in the middle of the night. We'd see our son in our dreams. Then, one day, after Stefan came back from work, he yelled. I ran to his study, and he was staring at a photo taken by the camera. He looked petrified, so scared, so pale, mindless. I ran to him, took the camera from his hands, and looked. There it was, the picture of the whole scenario of my son's death. There was a very, very huge pale and ghostly white hand, which was coming out straight through the ground, gripping Quinton from his neck. It was shaking Quinton, which I thought he was dancing. I looked at the photo a few more times, not believing my eyes. I screamed too. I was right. There was something wrong with that forest, I thought. Ghost stories. You, go boy 30. The road to the beach. Experience. So my house is about 100 meters from the beach and we always used to go to the beach as kids. But then the path between my house and the beach was bought by a resort company, there is a story about this property as well but I will write about it in a different post. So after the property was bought and the construction started we had a different path to go to the beach just around the resort. The path starts with a upslope surrounded by trees and ends with a downslope right to the beach. Ick that doesn't sound scary and as a kid I didn't think much of it but oh boy I was in for a big surprise. So this area has a lady who was killed and buried somewhere under one of those trees. So this lady and her boyfriend were about to get married and they had an argument after which the boyfriend killed her and buried her near the trees. The boyfriend was caught and the body was retrieved from that area under the tress. But, she is still seen over there till this day. First time seen. I have been told by my friend who has seen her and heard her cry. He says he saw her at sharp 12 a.m. wearing a complete white dress and red eyes. He had some work at the beach and used to see her most of the times. She had never done anything to harm him. Experienced that area gives you a feeling that someone is watching you and I really don't feel comfortable passing by alone. 
Paranormal 1, one of my friends was passing by during the night time and he felt like someone was grabbing him then a straight up pull he somehow managed to get out of that situation. Second time scene, one of my other friends was coming from the beach to the exit and he was at the top of the slope and right at the end of the slope he saw her with a complete white dress and red eyes. This friend of mine has seen many ghosts in the past and was not afraid he just lit up his cigarette and she vanished. Attack 1. So one guy was abusing ghosts on a call with this friends for example saying, if I see him I will deal with him, and he was peeing out in the open, he was suddenly grabbed by what he told us was a human skeleton it tried to pull him away from one of the shacks he was at he somehow managed to escape and entered the shack which was blessed. I have never seen her even once and even none of our family members have seen here but after so many people have told me about her and that weird feeling I get there I am sure she is there. I hope I never see her. R. Ghost Stories. U. Ashlives 56. Something dark following my family. Haunting. I've been holding this back for a while now. But I feel like I should finally tell someone you guys may not believe me but I'll like to say this now everything I'm about to tell you is 100% facts I don't do any drugs and I'm not a drinker. Anyways this took place back in 2014 or 2015 I was 14 years old at the time and was in foster care then spending the week in the home and stay at my mom's house every weekend Friday afternoon to Sunday afternoon she lived in a house that had a person living upstairs and two families downstairs in the back of the house we had the basement which wasn't connected to the two bottom houses. I heard rumors it was a doctor's office in the late 80s to early 90s though I couldn't find anything about that. The layout of my mom's house was a bit simple you'd walk in the front door and you'd be in the living room there was a doorway right in front of the front door which led to our dining room and if you kept going straight you'd enter the kitchen if you'd turn left from the kitchen doorway you'd see another doorway leading to a closet on the close left of you. My bedroom door to the front of you and my mother's bedroom door was to the right of mine and the bathroom door was down that short hallway. Going to the basement now, it had a staircase then a little flat surface then another staircase leading to the main room of the basement there was a door to the front of the steps leading to a storage-like room and a door to the right which was the laundry room. Anyways, my mother lived there for a good year, and the days I stayed over I would hear the toilet flushing by itself, I'd see my bathroom light flicker on then back off as if someone was using the bathroom and finishing up. I would hear scratching in the walls and I would be woken up to the feeling of eyes on me in very low temperatures, I told my mom about the things I was seeing and hearing the week I went back to the foster home the next weekend I came back to my mom's she told me I wasn't the only one, my mother would hear the toilet flushing by itself too and she said the hallway light would flicker off and on by itself. When she was the only one awake she would feel like someone was watching her and the sink in the bathroom would turn on on its own as well she also was seeing figures go into the dining room and figures moving past her door. So that night I sat everyone down who lived in the house it was me, my brother who is about two years older than me his girlfriend and my mom I took a notepad and pencil and began asking everyone what they've been hearing or seeing. My brother's girlfriend told us she woke up to someone choking her, she heard voices and scratches in the walls, she seen lights turn on and off by the reselves she told us whatever it was, was extremely psychical with her, she had scratches on her body and bruises showing up out of nowhere. My brother heard similar things but he told me he'd see shadows under his door and heard people walking around the house when everyone was asleep. Things just got really crazy after that point, me and my brother made a pretty bad mistake the next morning we stayed up the whole night to see if we seen or heard anything though we didn't catch anything that night the morning after I suggested that we make a Ouija board my brother tried convincing me not to but I refused and wanted to get to the bottom of everything I got some wide white construction paper and wrote down the letters. 
numbers and the yes, no and the goodbye and used a CD for the planchette. At that time I was saving my empty monster energy cans for god knows why lol I had about six of them I placed one at the top of my steps one at the middle of the steps two in the main room and two in my laundry room. In the storage room the week prior my brother drew a pentagram on the floor so that's where we placed the Ouija board and yes I've asked him he don't remember drawing the pentagram there, so we set my phone up to record the whole encounter thinking we wouldn't see anything, we asked it a few questions but got nothing, who are you, why are you here, what happened to you, how old are you, nothing. Dot. I then asked, are you a female, and the planchette began to move thinking my brother was messing with me I looked at him with a voice full of fear I said, dude stop moving it this isn't funny, he then said I'm not moving anything I told him to take his hand off it and to let me see for myself he wasn't messing with me and the planchette continued to move landing on yes. I damn near froze up in shock I looked back up at my brother and he was just staring at me, not blinking not breathing, I jumped up grabbing him and yelling at him to quit messing with me he just sat there legs crossed stiff as a board I then heard a loud crash coming from the main room I ran into the room to find two of the monster cans that I laid on the steps were crushed and thrown across the room. Ever since then I've been seeing and hearing stuff and having constant negativity happening to my family, my brother's name is Christopher, we call him Fair and his childhood nickname was Fair Fair, go into Google and look up Furfur, there is so much more that happened not just in that house I have many story and this is one of them. R. Ghost Stories. You, Go Boy 30. I can hear someone say my name but I can't see anyone. Experience. So this happened some years back when I was studying for my college exam. I wanted to finish studying so that I wouldn't have to get up early in the morning. It's 3 a.m. and I'm about to sleep that when I hear a lady call out my name. I was a tad bit scared cause my brother had told me that he had once heard someone say his name too but I brushed it off like it was nothing. Fast forward two years later and I was back at my place and was going back to my bar to pick up drinks and I heard someone take my name again I turned back and to my surprise there was nothing. I'm still confused about this. Is it real or just my imagination I really don't know. R. Ghost Stories. You, Oak Lord Jesus. A non-believer. Encounter. This account, unlike my previous story, happened to not me, but my uncle. My uncle is a scientist, which makes him a very logical thinker, and he's always been the one to debunk paranormal experiences. One day he called us, my grandma and I, by the way I live with my grandma, we co-run this account smiley face, and he was very confused. He lived in a decently sized townhouse, with his fiancée, who at the time was pregnant, their baby boy is three now. In the morning, around 5 to 6 a.m., he would get ready to go to the gym with a co-worker. So, when he heard a loud knocking at the front door, he at first assumed it was his friend, before he realized it was only, this may sound a bit cliché, but this was my uncle's own word, it was only three in the morning. So he tried to go back to sleep and ignore him, hoping his friend would leave, until he heard footsteps. So he stood up, and waited, he was standing there, and saw someone, as well as heard someone, climbing up the stairs. Like said, he's a very logical thinker, and instantly assumed this figure to be a burglar. In a fight instinct, and him trying to protect his family, he told us he'd been planning to charge at it, knock it to the ground. When he was standing there thinking the best way to approach it, he claims that whatever it was looked directly into his eyes, making straight contact. That's when my uncle finally decided to charge at it, fling himself down the stairs if he had to. Thankfully he didn't though, as he told us it had disappeared entirely. Him being the logical thinker he has tried to debunk it, saying he'd hallucinated. But then the part of him that had been scared that night, kept trying to tell him the opposite. If you were hallucinating, how did you hear it? And so on, so on.
By the way, he still is a non-believer. He's even lived in a haunted house when he was a kid. My grandma will post that sometime soon.